Hey everybody, what's up? Happy to be in your ears again for another episode of the show. And today's show is a special show. It's a micro show, and it's about something that I have realized um, many times in my life, but like so many of us and with so many things, we remember them, we celebrate them, acknowledge them for a second, and we throw them away and like, oh yeah, and we forget. We haven't completely integrated this thought or an important thought into our life. And that is why, in part, this is a, um, a reminder to myself, which is part of what I love about these micro shows. If you're wondering if, um, if I'm just doing this for your good, or maybe there's a little bit of um, reminders for myself in there, it's definitely the latter. So uh, this has come up for me a couple times in the past, I would call it uh, maybe three months. And it's this, it is celebrating small wins. Now, we can all look back at our life or our career or our arc within a relationship or with a sport or something and probably find some success. And yet, we are so quick to dismiss it. And uh, that often leads to uh, a dialogue inside our own head, which I feel like is unhealthy. And what I've realized is I needed to find a way in my life to continue to bring not just, you know, the, the milestones in our careers forward. That's very helpful, but how to celebrate, say at the end of every day, week, month, or what, what it's a small increment that we can do to reinforce that we're making progress, which after all, that is a huge aspect of what it means to be human, what it means to feel fulfilled. So in my own effort to start to do a better job of celebrating small wins, I wanted to share a few thoughts on this with you. The first one is maybe is why do we not do this already? Just so you know, you're not, you know, you're not crazy. Uh, It's a human, it's a function of our biology to orient around the negative right? Just think of a YouTube comment or you put something out on Insta or anywhere on social. And if you get a hundred positive comments and one negative one, you're going to think about the negative one more than you think about the 100 great things that's in your biology. And so I want to start there by saying, don't, don't sweat it, but I want to encourage you to do the work to go beyond that. Because just just though something is wired in our biology does not mean that it is not something that we can overcome. And specifically, this negativity bias, I wrote a lot about it in Creative Calling. And it's one of the reasons, again, I I need this continual reminder, which is why I'm sharing it with you, because I think we could all learn, remember, rather, um, why we started, remember how important celebrating these little achievements really is. So if you can acknowledge that your biology is wired toward negativity and you can take, you, you commit to taking some steps, the first step that I want you to commit to is when you catch yourself saying, yeah, I love those 100 comments on that amazing post. Uh, it was so cool. But there was that one. I want you to start to put into your awareness this phrase, yeah, but, or this, okay, but, um, yeah, and I want you to be able to say, that's okay. I want to recognize that something negative happened, 
but how can we over index on the positive? Just first of all is an awareness of the phrase, yeah, but, and replace that phrase with a moment of awareness. And the awareness is that your biology is dragging you down. So if you, if that's the first step and you do nothing more from this podcast, I will consider this a win because putting something in your awareness has power. Now, if you are willing to go with me, go beyond just raising this topic in awareness and then actually doing things to counter programmatic or counter program it, then this will be to your benefit as well. Now, it shouldn't be a surprise why this is value, right? Valuable because recognizing wins does a handful of things. It there's an actual function. This is not just you know me wanting to feel good about myself and patting myself on the back because momentum comes from the thoughts that we say to ourselves. Momentum comes from recognizing, say, a handful of small wins. If you're just out there celebrating the the huge milestones or like more often than not being stuck in that negative bias, it's very hard to get momentum. Momentum begets motivation. Motivation cultivates success and engagement. Success and engagement provides a sense of fulfillment. And all the while, this momentum has what I would consider to be sort of a compounding effect, which is a habit. And these habits, these are the things that make overwhelm fade away. Because if you can, if you can establish a habit and it doesn't have to be in your awareness and it's a healthy habit, a habit of saying to yourself that you're grateful for Think of the smallest three wins that you've had in a day, for example. If you did that every day before you went to bed and or so many people, myself included, like to do this first thing in the morning, it is such a powerful primer. Now, again, overwhelming or sorry, um, not getting overwhelmed because these this this language that we're using with ourselves and these celebration of small wins as a habit, like that gives you the ability to go deep, to go the long road, which is where all the best stuff in life is. Like you might just be 10 hours or a hundred hours into your 10,000 hour journey to mastery. But if you've made a habit of positive self-talk, if you've celebrated the small wins and by extension cultivated a gratitude practice, you are going to be so much better off. All those reasons I just I just shared, like momentum, inertia, like those things are real. And if you deconstruct the lives of the most successful, happy, and fulfilled people, this is, I promise, a cornerstone of it. And if it's not, I'll give you an example in just a second, then what you will find out if you talk to these high performers, that the change they made from when they used to not celebrate small things and only celebrate the New York Times bestseller or the multi-million dollar deal or selling their company or getting that first client. Or if you asked the highest performers in the world, they may tell you, I used to not do that. And then when I started doing it, here's what happened. And the example I'll use is my dear friend, Tim Ferriss, who I was just texting with moments ago. Um, one of the reasons that this example came to mind. 
Um, I don't remember where it was, but it was a recorded conversation. It was either I was on his show or he was on mine. I don't know if you just look at, there's a lot of, we've, we've created a lot of content together, but Tim has this thing that I absolutely love. And this is again, someone, I think he would be very transparent. He was really hard on himself and, you know, he used to not meditate because he considered the edge that came from being sort of hard nosed as that, that was his competitive edge and something like meditation would slow him down. Well, if you ask him about that transition, um, you know, that was a, a huge breakthrough. He shared that before another huge breakthrough was in essence, a gratitude practice. But I like to think of this specifically around small wins. Tim has what he calls, and this is re relatively new for him, the jar of awesome. Now, intriguing name, right? What is the jar of awesome? Well, it doesn't have to be a jar. It can be a notebook, but I, I, I like the idea of a jar because it's so literal and you see it sitting on the counter versus you have a notebook and you have to flip to certain pages, for example. The jar of awesome is every day, right? One, two, or three small wins on a teeny piece of paper. Maybe it's a yellow sticky that you then fold in half and the sticky side to the sticky side to the back of the other side that's not sticky so it doesn't stick to all the other notes in there. But whatever your method is, write down one, two, or three small wins. I like to want write one every day, but maybe you do three every week. I don't care. I'm not here to prescribe that. Tim's jar of awesome is a place where he records small wins as a regular practice puts them in the jar and then on occasion, he doesn't necessarily specify what, um, on what interval, but on occasion go in there as Tim does and pull from the jar, a handful of these small wins and read them to yourself. And this is so effective at reframing what used to feel like overwhelm, what used to feel like no progress, what used to feel like that negative bias that we are wired for, and now becomes momentum, inertia, positivity, authenticity, reality, connection, fulfillment. Now, let's just be clear. This is not like writing down small wins is not an excuse, is not an opportunity to avoid mistakes or to... Um, step around the bad decisions that you've made because we all make poor decisions. We all decide in haste or, or maybe we take too long and we're, we're paralyzed. There's all these things that can get in the way, but remembering small wins is, is more powerful. Rem just like that drip of water. If a drip of water hits a stone, say 10 or a hundred times, what happens? Nothing. If a drip of water falls on a stone enough, it will like carve a hole straight through that stone. Small celebrations on a regular basis become incredibly powerful. If you remember, if you've read Creative Calling, there's, um, there's a section in there and I even did, it's one of like five or six graphs that we created to put in the book because this the goal is not to avoid mistakes, right? Mistakes are valuable. It's in part how we learn, but the goal is to make better decisions over time. Winning is, is not a upward straight vertical line or even a 45 degree angle up into the right. Because if you look at that line really closely, you made a couple good decisions and then a bad one and a couple good ones and then a couple of bad ones. And what you really want over time is 
up and to the right, making better decisions that are aligned with your values, that make you feel better about yourself and make you better in the world, closer to the person you want to be or become. Now, it, sometimes it might not seem like it, but celebrating small wins is one of the best vehicles I know for propagating this positive slope. Now, over time, you will need to remember where you were a month ago, a year ago, or five years ago. You'll need to remember for historical reasons or for uh, a storytelling, or there's some random reason that you're going to need to look backwards. Don't make that something that happens only when you need to revisit pain or do your taxes or do, what if you can revisit the best things in history whenever you want? That's what this exercise is about because you know what's going to come out of that. What's going to come out of that is an appreciation, a sense of gratitude for the time. Like right now, there are things in your life that you have that you did not have six months ago, six years ago. Remember those times. Remember, this is such a powerful exercise that I've taken up recently. Remember when you wanted what you have now. There are a few things in life that can make you feel better. There are also few things in life that can carry the weight of small things done over, over time. That's ultimately a behavior done over time is a habit. I would encourage you to make celebrating small wins a habit. A corollary to this is sure, writing things down and putting them in a jar, incredible. Notebooks, great. Daily notebooks, even better. But what I want to also encourage is there are lots of ways to document your process, to document success, to document small wins. I'm suggesting you write them down with Tim Ferriss's Jar of Awesome. But little video snippets, I'll also share when I was writing Creative Calling, I made a video every morning um, about my state of mind because I got up and I wrote at you know five o'clock in the morning for an hour every morning for, gosh, for, for a really long time, for years. And I made a bunch of videos and sure there were videos in there that were low points, but to be able to go back on breakthroughs and to look at, you know, the snapshots I have of my notebooks and the, um, the bold Sharpie ink that I have on folded piece of paper that I have stuffed in a box of the things that I did to create that book. I'm in the process of thinking of another book and going through that, it created so much momentum in, in the 20 minutes that I was doing reviewing that, that, you know, that in part inspired this, this, um, recording today. So to summarize, I can't, I can't overstate the value of celebrating small wins. It's not in our nature. It's not in our DNA. So I'm guessing if you're like me, you struggle. You only look for the big moments in life. Believe me, friend, just in the same way that we learn to crawl and then we learn to walk before we can run, 
celebrating small wins, cultivating momentum, reinforcing that you're making progress, reinforcing that remembering where you wanted, when you wanted what you have now, the power of that is unmistakable. And um, I'd encourage you to employ this practice, celebrate the small wins. And we're going to be in this together because that's what I'm working on right now. So there you have it. Grateful for your time. And uh, if this resonates with you, please let me know on social because uh, I'm trying to do more and more of these micro shows as it's the thing that seems to be resonating as great interludes between these conversations that we're having that we've had on the show for, for 10 years. I'm getting a lot of good feedback. And if you want to see more, there's some topics that I've talked about or touched on in my book or Creative Live or my own personal journey of entrepreneurship and creativity. If you want to know more about that stuff, let me know and I'll make it a micro show. In the meantime, I bid you farewell, uh, adieu, and don't forget, a reminder, don't forget to celebrate the small ones. Hey, that was an awesome episode. But before you bounce, just I got three quick thoughts. First, thank you for being in this community. It gives me so much juice. I can't even tell you so much juice that when I hit publish and this show goes out into the ether, that there's an amazing community of like-minded people just like you consuming and sharing the show. So thank you. Second, it would be huge. It would mean the world to me if you left a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Now, we're regularly featured at the top slot there on Apple's podcast page and others in Spotify, etc. And that's because of your reviews. So if you've ever wanted to uh, lend a hand or you got some value from me in the past and you want to pay it forward, that would be amazing. And then lastly, it would also mean the world to me if you shared the content that you get here whether it's a screenshot or a photo of where you're listening, anything via Instagram stories um, or any other social feeds tagging me and the guests. Now, I repost this content and your comments all the time, so I would love to share your shoutouts in my feed too. Um, not only do these shoutouts, uh, are, are they good for you and me, but they also help us book amazing guests because they see the reach that you cultivate. This is a way for you to help contribute to the show. So again, I want to say thanks. I'm just at Chase Jarvis. You can use at Creative Live as well. And the guests are easy to track down because they are, well, they're usually quite well-known people. Um, but again, thank you so much for listening. I'm looking forward to being in your ears again, hopefully tomorrow.